everybody. Welcome back to the Tipsy Coast. We're your tipsy hosts, Sarah, Sarah, and Lindsay. God damn it. So close. <laughs> <laughs> I hate you. I tried really hard. <laughs> I looked at her face and I thought it was gonna pop off and I couldn't I couldn't help but laugh. <laughs> what did I do? Absolutely nothing. Gonna sit and fester in my my downward spiral of anxiety and self loathing. <laughs> you happened? you did great. It's just second you opened your mouth to talk, she lost it. <laughs> oh my god! I know the Heimlich. My arms are kind of short though. Hi guys, <clears throat> thanks for tuning in this week. Oh, hi. I don't know what happened. <laughs> so, like, I think we've talked about this before, where we have to have three seconds of silence, and it is just so hard for me <laughs> to sit here and not laugh. <laughs> so this has been like ten minutes coming of us trying to be quiet. Sixteen. <laughs> Sixteen. <laughs> and I was doing really good, and. And then for some reason I sort of, I got the giggles and I couldn't hold it back. <laughs> yes, you did. Looked over, your face was all red. You weren't breathing. Because <laughs> you were finally doing the intro and you are doing so good. I was like, keep it together, Lindsay. <laughs> and the opposite happened. <laughs> I made it through the intro before I lost it. Barely. But I'm literally crying right now. I just, I don't know. <laughs> well, I don't know what it is, y'all. I'm sorry. That was my bad. I totally butchered that up. Butchered it up. (laughs) Okay, you know what? (laughs) Yes. Nothing. I don't know. I had no threat to follow that. You know what? You're right. I I am going to butcher it up. (laughs) That's my new phrase. You did a great great job, okay? You did a great job introing us. This is why I can't intro. (laughs) Thank you. Because it would take me like 36 minutes. (laughs) Well, you didn't. <laughs> you did a job. Last time, you did a job last time. Great job, thanks. You did a job. Um, the last time you tried to draw, I, I did. It did fine. Yeah, I, I listen. Like I said, <laughs> she told us to be quiet when we put our drinks down, and she's literally eagle eye watching me with my drink because I'm getting ready to set it down. <laughs> I don't remember what I said. I don't either. What, what was did a, you say? What was the pep talk I gave you? <laughs> You're like, Lindsay, you did <laughs> a job. No, no I she was said nicer. you did a good job. I said it took me three times. And she said, yes, but sometimes you try and sometimes you fail and sometimes you succeed. <laughs> it was a very vague pep talk. <laughs> that's just how the world works. Yeah. She goes, sometimes that's just how you the world win is. and sometimes you lose. <laughs> and sometimes you're right there in the middle. <laughs> She gave me a pep talk because all night she has been a little mean. <laughs> Listen, we were at dinner. I called her a semi-erect penis and she got offended. She was using it as a metaphor and then she goes, you know what I mean? And I said, no. <laughs> Give a little background. So on now she's trying to be very nice and very nice to me. Yeah, but tell her the story about the okay, sem- so semi-erect. We have our next ghost hunting place scheduled for a few weeks from now. And I said, I want to go off like in our, like, let's do go off in rooms by ourselves because this kind of place... We have, like, full reign of it, basically, um, versus, like, someone guiding us on it. So I was like, let's go off in rooms by ourselves and, like, try to investigate solo. That would be fun. And she was like, 
Um, I just have to see kind of what the vibe is like, what I'm feeling, how I'm feeling. And I said, dude, I'll go off in a room by myself because we've talked about this. I don't get vibes. I don't get feelings. And I don't get scared really there. And then you said that I couldn't be trusted to go off in a room by myself because I have a semi-erect penis. No. I wasn't trusted. That was it? is absolutely not what okay, I said. Okay, what did you say? <laughs> I Sorry. Maybe not trusted. What did you hear? Did you just hear what came out of your mouth right now? I can't be trusted because I have a semi-erect penis. (laughs) What do you think you said at the restaurant? You were like, no, Lindsay, because you have a semi-erect penis. (laughs) She was like, you couldn't be trusted. Okay, not I got distracted when she told me I had a semi-erect penis. And then goes, do you know what I mean? I said, no, I don't get this metaphor. So, Boyd said, will you please explain your metaphor to everyone? <laughs> yes. <laughs> here's here's what I was saying. Please explain this for our poor listeners. Between the three of us, Lindsay is, in my brain, I was going to, I started to say Lindsay is a semi-believer, but in my brain, whenever I got to the word semi, I was like, semi-rick penis. <laughs> and so I just started going with that and the words just kept coming out of my mouth and so i was like you're you're like a semi-erect penis of the group in your beliefs of ghosts but she you hesitated for a while before you said in your beliefs of ghosts because we all lost it at penis exactly i mean i couldn't explain it you guys were laughing at me what did you expect for you to laugh at me so she because Sarah I'm... and I are fully erect penises and our ghost <laughs> beliefs you are a semi you need some fluffing which I had to explain to them both what fluffing was because they didn't know Hell no I didn't know what fluffing <laughs> how was. would I know what this is and they That's don't exactly what I asked you how the hell do you know what fluffing is I don't know but apparently I do oh my um so Here's what I was, where I was going with that. I think it'd be a great idea if you went into the room by yourself. Okay. Um, because maybe that will help stimulate your ghost <laughs> penis. <laughs> I don't even have a rebuttal for that. I'm just... Just say okay. Okay, sure. So, long, I just want to go in a room by myself. So follow up after we have our next <laughs> investigation. See, see how Lindsay's uh, stimulation went. Did you come? <laughs> okay. Okay. Here's okay. the line. We have crossed the line. The line has officially been crossed. <clears throat> I don't know how we're going to come back from this, y'all. Oh, I know. So I... Oh, I gosh. Know. I've... I've... Um... Haven't really gotten into YouTube again. Oh gosh! When did you get out of YouTube? I swear to God, if you sent me a video of toenails, I'm gonna. I didn't. You. I didn't. It, it's very innocent. <laughs> it's enough eyeballs. No, it's very innocent. I promise. I don't trust anything you say. So here's the thing, Mike. One away. Don't look at it yet. <laughs> gosh. Okay. Sorry. And another notification. Hello. On my phone. Sorry. There were rules. <laughs> Mike went away on vacation for a week and a day, and and I just binged on documentaries on Prime, Ooh. and Lindsay got to hear all about all the documentaries I binged on. Well, I'm not even all of them, but a lot of them. So I got really into documentaries, and then last night I got mm-hmm. back into CB YouTubes, and Uh-oh. I found this guy. His name's Raleigh. 
He is from... <clears throat> this is the plumber guy with the cat, isn't it? How do you know about this? She told us about some guy. Actually, no. It's Ollie, but good job. Thank you. Good job. And he has a rat, but almost good job. <laughs> I remember... It's really close on both. I remember the plumber, Raleigh, but I didn't remember Raleigh the Raleigh with the cat and Ollie with the rat. I mean, that's pretty... I don't that was pretty good. I don't, know that, for effort. I don't know that Raleigh has a cat, but it's fine. Anyway, no. so this guy, he's got, um, he's a <laughs> piercer and he's got a YouTube video and he had this video. Um, Wait, did you say piercer? Yeah. Okay. P- piercings. Okay. Mm-hmm. And. <laughs> no, I, that was just a clarification question. Like, I wasn't like. <laughs> I didn't. Okay. Go ahead. <clears throat> okay. Anyway, so he had this YouTube video about, um, it was like. Okay, okay, we get we get it. The motorcycle's by your house. We've got a big ghost penis. <laughs> it was Reddit compilations, or Reddit things about, like, I was today years old when I found out mm-hmm. blank, and I found out something that blew my mind. Okay. And, and you I, want to see if our minds are blown? Well, really, I just want you to look at the funny pictures that I sent or along with it. So you can open your phones. Okay, can we do that now? While I tell you that <laughs> I was... Yesterday, years old, whenever I found out that owls have really long legs. Oh, I saw this picture. <laughs> <laughs> oh my goodness. Look at this. This one look is fierce. Mm-hmm. Model mode. Look at that. That is a great picture. I yes, did not I, know that. Have you seen a video of an owl running? Yes, but not like their legs like that. Like I've seen how fast they move. Can you not touch your oh, microphone? Sorry, it wasn't a touch. It there was is a bang. one rule, <laughs> and I broke it. You should look it up. Okay, hold on. Let me YouTube this. Ooh, you'll like this. Then, um, have you seen baby owls? Yes, I have seen them before in my life. Yes. There's another channel, like a nature channel or one of the university channels, where you can watch them like hatch and develop over time. That's not where I was going with it, but I'm going to show you what I mean. An owl running. Oh, here you go. Are you watching? Oh, that is absolutely terrifying. What did she watch? Did you read what it said? Mm, no. It says, um, I'm now positive that people who claim to have seen aliens have actually just seen baby owls. Oh, gosh. <laughs> I believe it. They look like aliens. Yeah, how do you feel about that? I, I just said no. <laughs> nope. Okay, so owls running. I just watched a YouTube video that's terrifying. That's cute. I mean, they're cute. They're cute, but they, yes, how fast they are. Oh, but he also did that thing, and I already knew this, but about the nursery rhyme, um, about the old, it's raining, it's pouring, and the old man, and... It's snoring, yeah. And, you know, it's basically about a guy with a head blade. He went to bed and bumped his head and didn't wake up in the morning. Yeah, so... What part gave that that away? So, like, we are already knew that. Right. Right. I mean, I never really thought about it, but yes, that makes sense. So... In his video, he said the phrase, we say he went to bed and bumped his head. Right. He says he bumped his head and went to bed. And I was like, wait a second. I mean, that would make more sense because I've always been confused about going to bed and then bumping your head. Like, did you just bang it on the headboard? What were you doing? Sleeping. Yeah. But when he said that, I was like, oh, that makes a lot more sense. It does. And so then I looked at the origins of that nursery rhyme, and it is, uh, uh, he's right. We're all saying it wrong. He went, so it's, he bumped his head and went to bed? Yeah. 
Instead of he went to bed and bumped his head. Hmm. Fine. I mean, I'm not going to change how I say it now. <laughs> I refuse. <laughs> I refuse to change. It's too nice. ingrained. But it just makes much more sense to me. And may he rest in peace for his head bleed. Sorry, you got a brain bleed. How how are we doing this tonight? You said you had a surprise for us. Yes, we're doing a paranormal. Which I don't feel like is a surprise. Like she wouldn't even talk about the order with us. That's what I mean, saying. It, sh- I, you scare me when you get surprises because they're never good surprises for me. Well, mm-hmm. I feel like sometimes Uh-oh. we get, I get um like backhanded like, oh well I always go last. Oh I'm always in the middle. Oh my god. And so I put our names into a random name picker, and I'm just going to spin the wheel every time. Ooh, okay. Okay. To choose our order. That's great with me. Are we ready for the wheel spin? Ready for the wheel. Who do you think, while it's spinning, who do you think is going to get it? Oh. Oh, sound effects. effects. It's going to be a Sarah. That was intense. We'll turn the sound off next time. (laughs) Am I right? Is it a Sarah? I have a two out of three chance. What do you think? It's a Sarah. It's me, isn't it? It's Sarah. Ah. Two out of three chance. Way to go. I can't wait to butcher some French names. So then are we going to spend a see who goes second? Yeah. I removed Sarah's name and now it's just you and me. Are we gonna are we gonna do it now? Oh, you wanna do it now? Yeah, let's do it now. Yes. I like the sound too. Okay, well we'll keep it though. Here we go. Lindsay. They cheered for me. Dang it, I'm last. Okay, that's okay. They cheered for me. That's okay. They would cheer for me if they could. So you did an international story. Yes, I did. And I did a US of A story. What is happening to us? My, how the tables have turned. Are you guys feeling okay? (laughs) No, not really. I mean, I'm actually feeling a little anxious. Every day. (laughs) <laughs> Leaving the U.S. mostly because I butcher names. Oh, hello, my name's oh. Lindsay. Have you met me? <laughs> oh yeah, Malaysian, Malaysian Lindsay. <laughs> Pavaglia. Hey, I said Pavaglia, right? But it's like every other name in the world <laughs> that I can't do. Pilatus. Yeah, what were you saying for Pilatus? Pilatus. Pilatus. Yeah. Like it's nothing outside the realm of possibility, y'all. Oh, okay. Oh, okay. Well, we, we've made her. her we've made her feel bad. I'm sorry. <laughs> <laughs> All right. We struck well, a nerve. Please go. Mine is more <laughs> a little bit of a history lesson, if you don't mind. I love history. A little drunk history. So hope you enjoy. Okay. Well, you might actually already know about this. I I feel like people probably know about it, but I had no idea. So I thought it was interesting. I did mine on the ghost town of Orador Sergon. In France. I've never heard of this. Nope. Okay. <laughs> During World War II on June 10th of 1944, this was shortly after D-Day, German commander Adolf Dieckmann was informed that one of their commanders was captured and being held prisoner in the nearby town of Orador Survey. Okay. Not Orador Sergon. Oh, okay. Oh, man, I'm already lost. <laughs> thank you for that clarification. Yes, thank you. This is important. Okay. okay. That's why I'm saying that. Orador Survey was the hub for France's militia and resistance troops who had managed to regularly disrupt the Nazi occupation of France. So, German did not like Orador Survey. Are we with me? Mm-hmm. I'm with you. So, they were seeking revenge because they felt that they had 
taken um, one of their commanders prisoner, so they were sure. going to go attack, right? They were right. going to go get it back. Get it back. Unfortunately, they made a huge mistake and mistook another nearby town as the target. Uh-oh. Okay. See where I'm, see where I'm going with this? Because the towns sound a lot alike. They're very similar. Gotcha. Yeah. Mm, that was not good planning when they named towns. That's right. Unfortunately, it was very bad. So <laughs> the town that they actually went to was called Mordor Sirglan. Okay. And okay. they're going to be sort of gone, right? Yes. <laughs> okay. I didn't say that. Okay, that was you. That's such an insensitive pun. <laughs> I was actually thinking, like... <laughs> I'm still laughing at it, so... It's going to be a sensitive topic, and here you are. Two sentences in. Okay, I'll stop. <laughs> no, it's fine. It's actually good for me. Okay, I needed it. Um, so... Wardor Sirglan, the town that I'm referring to, they had actually managed to keep their distance from the war the whole time. Oh, um, so they were, like, neutral. They were. Ah. And so the villagers were, you know, they were pretty surprised and confused why the troops showed up and started demanding them to do things that day. Sure. Mm-hmm. So Diekman, remember he's the commander. Adolf, yep. Mm-hmm. His battalion sealed off Wardor Sirglan and ordered everyone to the village to come out to the village square to have their identity papers examined. That's me in air quotes there. How do you spell his last name? Diekman? Mm-hmm. D-I-E-K-M-A-N-N. Okay. How would you say that? <laughs> she was going to say Dickman. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> I knew it because I was going to think it, too. <laughs> Is it, am I wrong? No, that's how I would pronounce it, yes. It I just sounds like you're saying Dickman with an accent. I'm trying to be real valid here, okay? I wanted to know if it was like D-I-C-H <laughs> or something like that. No, I'm pretty sure it's Diekman. No, you're, I think you're, you're right. right. Okay. You're right. You're right. We're just being dirty birdies over here. Continue. Oh, you know what I'm record, already hearing. For she started that. I'm pronouncing For the record, everything. she was thinking it. <laughs> Damn it. I tried. No, you're doing great. I had to ask because I was going to wonder the entire time you were talking. So far, I have nailed every pronunciation. I just want you to know that. Okay. You're doing a great I practiced job. practiced mm-hmm. on those. Pats right. for Patrick. Good job. Mm-hmm. Thank you. Okay. So, again, he came into town. He ordered everybody to come out to the village square to have their identity papers checked. That was just a ploy to get them all out there. Then he and the other... What? <laughs> just giving Lucy a look every time she moves. <laughs> so she looks at me and I'm like... Get together just, over there. You guys just eyeing each other over there? What's I mean, happening? I'm being really high. Yes, hello. She's like her deal with me. Oh, Lucy. Okay. Oh, well, here we go. Pause for pause. <laughs> We're pausing for her pause. When pause she for came pause, to me. part two. Hi, sweet girl. She did come to you. Hi, sweetness. You're so fluffy. If you think it's safe, I'll keep going. Or do you want me to wait? Sure. All right, Lucy, go back to bed. Go lay down. That's enough pats. You've got to go lay down. Oh, so. <laughs> she does reverse. All right. So once they were all there, they separated the villagers into two different groups. Um, the Nazis encouraged the children to sing as they escorted them and the women into the village church. So they were grouped together no, in the church. I don't have a good feeling here. Then they separated the men into smaller groups and escorted them into three barns, two garages, a warehouse, and a hangar. Split them all up in between all these areas mm-hmm. okay mm. it's yeah. gonna be like the patriot where they burn down the church that's it? exactly what my husband said and i do not remember that <laughs> you movie. don't remember that that was like i need to watch it though because i love movies about history it's so terrible but it was like the most i mean it was a big plot point so way to ruin my story but okay <laughs> sorry <laughs> she's got a real real knack for that 
This is exactly what the BPO are. They burn everything. That was a compliment. You've got a real knack for it. <laughs> for ruining stories. <laughs> You're trying to be nice to me, but that's not a compliment. I said you had a knack for something. You're welcome. I'm really good at it. Okay? Really good. <laughs> you guys <Wow>. all suck. <laughs> Okay. Well, anyways, while locked inside the church, the women and children could hear distant fire of machine guns. The Nazis shot most of the men in the legs so that they could not escape. Oh, that's awful. Yeah, this is pretty graphic, so throwing that out there, too, if you don't want to hear it. It's also... um, But it's history. History, and we should learn from it. I did not know it, and I, I felt like we should all know it. Um, Then they piled straw and boards on the men on their bodies and lit them on fire. Most of the men were alive as they burned to death. That's awful. It is awful. Around 4 o'clock p.m., the Nazis placed a gas bomb in the church where the women and children were um, in an attempt to asphyxiate the women and children. The bomb malfunctioned. (laughs) Lucy! And the women and children tried to escape. But the soldiers shot at them with machine guns and threw grenades into the church. Gosh. Then they piled straw and boards on the women and children were wounded and unable to move and set them on fire also Mm. there was one woman who was able to escape from the church she jumped from a window apparently she climbed up a a ladder into a really tall window and jumped out about 20 feet uh she was shot five times trying to flee from the church um but survived and was able to hide in a field under dirt and debris and she hid there until the next day until she was able to get help wow it's pretty amazing actually it's pretty amazing Shot five times, survived overnight without bleeding out. Yeah. Yeah. And and she could hear everything going on. You know, she was fairly close. And there was other things that went on in the town that night. So um, a total of 20 members of the villagers were able to escape. So uh, she was one of 20, but only the, the one from the church that was able to escape from them. The others, they said, could hear the soldiers coming and escaped either right away or hid and then yeah. escaped. And then there was a little boy who was like seven or eight at the time, and he was shot a couple of times and played dead. And a soldier came over and kicked him to try to see if he was awake or alive, excuse me. And uh, he just played dead. When he left, he got up and left. And then he was shot again. And then another soldier told him, get out of here and run away. Oh. And he survived. And he has a lot of stories now in interviews the germans end up killing a total of 642 villagers jeez 247 women 205 children and 109 men as if we needed more reason to hate the nazis right um then the nazis looted and burned most of the homes in the village and left the next morning the town is now in ruins and by the bakery is an oven and a sign that says here were found two burnt corpses one of them was an infant there was actually a story and it's horrible that they took an infant and put him into the oven and burned oh, him to death okay oh gosh terrible gosh i hate them so much they weren't even i mean not that anybody deserves like this, but no, they're not even in the right town there's no yeah. need for Ever. There's never any need for this. To burn women and children, even during war or anything like that. No. It was horrible. Or innocent civilians. I just couldn't believe I'd never even heard of this story. You know what I mean? All right. So the original town of Orador Serglan was never rebuilt. Instead, it's preserved as a memorial to the cruelty of the Nazi occupation. My God, that sentence was hard. Please try again. Instead. That sentence was hard. Instead. (laughs) 
It was semi-hard. Okay. <laughs> All right. Okay, we're talking about the Nazis, y'all. Have some respect here. I uh, do. I'm just more making fun of myself because I can't talk. Because I can't talk. Instead, it's preserved as a memorial to the cruelty of the Nazi occupation. There we go. That would be a fascinating place to go to. Right? Let's go. That would be horrible. Like, I can't even go to the World War II museums without, like... Well, that's basically what this is. Like, it's just so much. We have, um, in Kansas City, we have the World War I memorial. Nicely done. Mm -hmm. Thank Mm -hmm. you. Thank you. Um, And that's one of my favorite places to visit. I've never actually been. I don't think I've ever been. You have not. Uh, I Let's go. I love I it. I would love I to. I went to a World War II museum in Dallas, but I haven't mm-hmm. been to this one. I love it for many reasons. I've never been, and I would love it. I love history. Do you know underneath the it's stairs? Like a recent love for history, I feel like. Yeah. Underneath the stairs at the <clears throat> World War One Museum, they have... Um, uh, this could be making a lot of things up, but I want to say, well, they've got a bunch of poppies planted and I want to say they have a poppy planted for each American life lost. Oh, wow. That feels like a lot. Yeah. Well, I'm, I could be making that up, but they've okay. got a lot of poppies and it's in representation for lives lost mm-hmm. during the war. Wow. Hmm. Yep. We'll have to go check that out. Let's say, let's take a field trip down there. Where is it at? And you can edit this part out, but where is it at? Uh, it's, it. it's right across from Union Station. Oh. Oh. Yep, down by Crown Center. It is a really beautiful place over there if anyone wants to visit. Well, I've only said it five times. I want to (laughs) go. Let's do it. I want to go. A uh, new town was rebuilt nearby, and the original town is referred to as the Village of the Martyred. Mm. Most people say that they will not enter the town because ghosts haunt the town. Yeah, how Which, many lives lost? Yeah, and that's where we come in. Forty-two people in such a traumatic way. In such a traumatic way, mm-hmm. in like fairly small areas of the town. Yep, they showed some pictures, and you can kind of see some apparitions and whatnot. But they look just like townspeople living their their daily life. Mm. They but just never left. They never left, and they will never tear this down because now it's memorial all right um they've also said that witnesses have said that they will stand at their windows at night they see dark spirits of the people who were murdered walking through the ruined village streets and other people say that they smell the aroma of burning wood and flesh oh gosh today the old village is open to the public as a heritage and war memorial notices are posted reminding visitors to show respect for the dead anyways that is the story of the ghost town of ordor sergon I'm pulling up pictures now of it. Oh my gosh. It's a f- town. It's like a big town and there's tons of buildings there. It's terrifying. They had a, um, I don't know what they called it, a trolley maybe mm-hmm. that went from town to town. Wow. Um, so, I mean, you, I don't know, when you think of like war memorials, you think it's like so long ago, but really, it's like fairly modern. I wonder modernized. if the Nazis ever figured out that they got the wrong... I'm sure they realized pretty quickly when their commander wasn't there. So it ended up being like the, that this Adolf Diekman was killed in the, a battle the next couple of days. So he never was really brought to justice. But I was reading about how some of the people who were with him were like fairly recently charged with some war crimes, like in 2010. Yeah, I've been, been seeing 80s. a lot of Netflix documentaries coming out about mm-hmm. um, like Nazi yeah. war criminals being brought to justice. Yeah. 
just living normal lives, you know, wherever they are, here in America or elsewhere. Okay. And speaking there of, they are. Did you watch the show that I recommended? Which no, show was that again? No, I have not. Oh my gosh. Which I think that's it? why I was so fascinated by this is because I binged on Hunters on Amazon Prime. And while it's not a completely accurate depiction of history, it is so interesting. Mm-hmm. It is so cool. And that's that's what it is. I mean, there's there's a group of vigilantes, I think is what they called them here in the States, and they hunt Nazis, Nazis that are here. Mm-hmm. And it is so, it is such a good show. If You've got to watch it. Like your spinoff of, like, of The Inglorious Bastards? Like the actual... That, should I? Uh, you need to, and okay. then you should watch the documentary on Prime about the actual Inglorious Bastards. That's where I watched The Hunters. Was It's just called The Hunters, I think, on yeah. Amazon Prime. So you should watch it. Al Pacino's the main character. Mm-hmm. I don't know what will happen in season two, but it just came out this year. So season I'll two probably won't it. be till next year. It is so good. They do a bunch of flashbacks yeah. to the the camps. Yeah. And it, it's horrific, but you feel like you need to know you, like, what's going on. You really do need to watch Inglorious Bastards because okay. it's, 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 it's oh, history. I'm sorry. Are you giving recommendations <laughs> for a movie to someone? I'm impressed and I love it. Thank you. Thank you, I mean, Sarah. I do love Inglorious Bastards. I think it's a good movie, and I agree she should watch it. But you, you don't, pot, you don't kettle, hello. <laughs> We've already decided that I watch so few movies that my recommendations are oh, okay. Okay. ones to listen to. Okay, my recommendations mean nothing. I have recommended lot. quite a few shows, but this this one, The Hunters, top three most favorite shows of all time. So, so good. Excellent loved it and it's on prime which is my which is my jam right now there i have prime but i don't think i've ever watched anything on prime i'm so bad i I can give you the longest i can give you the longest playlist in the history of ever yeah give me some on prime because i love i i feel like i've been through everything (laughs) oh my god (laughs) i am being so nice to you right now you said that i do a great job of ruining stories She's just real salty right now. Okay, okay I'm. She's right. just gonna sass I'm, off I'm over there. I'm feeling a little bit of tension here. I do need. I do need recommendations for Prime though, because I think I've been through everything on Netflix and same. Whatever the other HBO. I watched everything on HBO too, as far as like true crime documentaries. And I think that's how I came across. It. I was like looking into things that I would like, and it's like, well, if you liked Hunters, you would like something I'd already seen. So I hadn't seen Hunters. Went there. Bam, there we are. It's not really a documentary, though, so mm-hmm. just be warned. Excellent. You must watch. Please do. You'll love it. Awesome. Thank you for and sharing that. I think history. I give myself about a B plus on my I think you did a really great job pronunciating. Yeah. Better than I'm going to do. Pronunciating. <laughs> 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 Did I just pronounce it? <laughs> Did I say pronunciating? Yes. Pronouncing, yes. Okay, all right. I'm not French, but I think it sounded great. I mean, it was definitely a, an Americanized yeah. French. That's okay. <laughs> but we made it through. Strong work. And that is my drunk history. I loved it. Like it. Thank you. All right, boys, somewhere are we traveling to from France? We are going to Southeast United States. Okay. West. Georgia. Southwest. Oh, I'm fuck. so sorry. <laughs> Southwest, Arizona, New Mexico. Okay, keep going, keep uh, going. Uh, Utah. <laughs> okay. Nevada. Nevada? Oh. Was I closer with Utah? Utah? Okay. 
I guessed one. You're on the right track. So, New Mexico, Arizona, Utah, and what state make up the Four Corners? Colorado. Yes, you almost listed all of those all Wait, in once. Wait, hold on. I was thinking Colorado, Colorado is more like Midwest. The Southwest? Well, it makes up the Four Corners, and that's where we're headed. Girl, okay, we're going no. to the Four Corners. Colorado is Midwest <laughs> to me. I was thinking it too, but I, I got you when you said But I guess corners. the corner. Southern okay, Colorado whatever. would be Southwest. Okay. Um, I don't so. know. Geography's not my forte. Also Neither are animals. animals. <laughs> Anything that requires knowledge in life Pronun- is not my forte. Pronouncing words is not my forte. <laughs> Pronunciating anything is... Pronunciating Frenchism Listen, <laughs> is not my forte. I just make up words sometimes. It's like, oh, it's okay. Even though Lindsay's not being very nice to me, I need to give her a shout out and a whoa, thank you. Whoa. Do I need to separate you two? Like, what the hell's going on? What? Just I hash am, it out. I okay? am the freaking Hufflepuff. I'm the nicest person here. <laughs> I'm just kidding. I okay, need bye-bye. to give Lindsay a big thank you for giving me this idea during her really awesome <gasps> and great Missing 411 National Parks. It's Skinwalker. Double parter. No, they're down further. That was a good guess, though. Because this is a paranormal conspiracy. It's a mystery. It's a supernatural. It's a bird. It's a plane. It's all the things. I'm so excited. I don't even know what it is, and I gave you the idea. She wrote down a whole bunch that's true is it the um sarah's right it's about skinwalker skinwalker ranch and skinwalker ranch so i am following in your footsteps and doing a two-parter and the first part's going to be about skinwalkers and we're going to lead into skinwalker ranch next time Ooh, i'm so excited okay so we're going to talk about skinwalkers Love it. Because Skinwalker Ranch is what is paranormal, conspiracy, mystery, supernatural. It's all the things. I cannot wait to tell you guys about it. Um, And it's located in Utah. Um, But before we can dive into the stories and thoughts and theories surrounding Skinwalker Ranch, I wanted to talk about Skinwalkers just so that we can better understand what we're all talking about. Sure. So, skinwalkers, or Navajo skinwalkers, are known as, and this is for you, Sarah, witches of the Southwest. Thank you. (laughs) I I like witches. I I like witches. I had no idea. I'm not a witch, though, just to clarify. (laughs) This has not been confirmed. Especially after our Glora episode. Oh, gosh. I cut that part out. It's fine. What's upcoming? Okay, anyways. Oh, that right, got it. Okay, I'm with you. <laughs> so in Navajo culture, witchcraft is just another part of their spirituality, and it has long been a part of their culture and traditions. They mm-hmm. believe that there are places where these powers of both good and evil are present, and that those powers can be harnessed for either good or evil. So medicine man, men utilize the powers for good, and they heal, and they aid those in the community. But others like those who practice Navajo witchcraft, seek to direct the spiritual forces to cause harm or misfortune to others. And typically these witches use human corpses as tools, like tools made from bones, and they use the corpses in concoctions that are used for curses or um, ways to kill victims. 
So a skinwalker is a type of harmful witch who has the ability to turn into, possess, or disguise themselves as an animal. And while this is just one of the several types of Navajo witches, they are considered to be the most volatile and dangerous. Mm-hmm. They're usually male. Avoid the skinwalker. Uh, wait until you hear about this. They're usually male, they walk freely among the tribe during the day, and under the cover of night, they secretly transform. So in order to become a skinwalker, the person must be initiated by a secret society, um, and they require a very evil deed as admission. Uh, The most common is killing a close member of the family, usually a sibling. Oh, gosh. They have to kill their own sibling? Yeah. Ugh. Right. I hope your siblings don't want to become a skinwalker, y'all. <laughs> I'm sure they really just, you know, confess that on the rig. <laughs> hey, hey, you, you hey, never I'm looking think to be about a skinwalker. <laughs> mm-hmm. Oh, you do? Okay, cool. <laughs> um, noted. Gonna beat you to it. <laughs> so after this task is completed, the individual acquires the power to shape shift into animals. Uh, most often, they are seen in the form of coyotes. Wolves, foxes, cougars, dogs, bears, but they can take the sh- shape of any animal <clears throat> and they choose which animal they're going to take shape of based off the ability needed for a particular task, like speed, strength, endurance, if they need claws, teeth, anything like that. <clears throat> so they then wear the skins of the animals they transform into, hence the name Skinwalker. Skinwalkers are also able to take possession of human bodies if the victim locks eyes with them. So be careful who you're locking eyes with. (laughs) Okay. After taking control, the witch can make the victim do and say things they normally wouldn't. And a way to tell real animals apart from skinwalkers is in the eyes. Skinwalker eyes are very human, even in their animal form. And when you shine a light on them, they turn bright red. Their eyes turn bright red? Uh Uh-huh. I need to see some pictures. This is like some possessed level stuff. Pictures are pretty scary, so I'd be careful. Ooh, gosh, I want to look at pictures too, but I'm going to wait till the end of the story. How respectful of you. (laughs) She's like, I can't wait. (laughs) Um, The evil society gathers in secluded places like dark caves um, and abandoned buildings to initiate new members. They plot activities, they use black magic to harm others from a distance, and perform dark ceremonial Mm. rites. They are said to engage in necrophilia with female corpses Mm, and commit cannibalism, incest, and grave robberies. Why would you want to become one? Mm. They're horrible looking. They're very scary. I looked at some. Skinwalkers can also read other people's minds, control their thoughts and behaviors, cause illness and disease, and destroy property. Those who have encountered skinwalkers have described a number of ways to know if a skinwalker is near. They make sounds around homes like knocking on windows, banging on walls, scraping on the roof. Sometimes they peer into the windows... Sometimes they appear in front of vehicles in hopes of causing a serious accident. Nope, nope, don't like that either. They are said to run faster than a car and have the ability to jump off high cliffs. They are extremely fast and agile and impossible to catch. Hmm. 
So they kill out of greed, anger, envy, spite, revenge, like almost all, all the of the seven, seven deadly sins. Yeah. yeah. They rob graves for personal wealth and to collect ingredients for black magic. They live on the unexpired lives of their victims and they must continually kill or they will die. Hmm. They are blamed for all sorts of struggles, but the most notable was the Navajo Witch Purge of 1878. And this is just going to be like a bare bones history. So after a series of wars with the U.S. Army, the Navajo were forced off their land and a march to Fort Sumner in New Mexico. Mm -hmm. And this is known as the Long Walk of the Navajo in 1864. So once there, the water was bad. The crops failed. Um, they were overcome with illness and death. Um, and finally, after four years, the government realized that was a bad idea. And they allowed them back to their homeland. Um, and like I said earlier, this is in the Four Corners area of Utah, Utah, Colorado, New Mexico, and Arizona. Things went south within the Navajo when someone found a copy of witchcraft items wrapped in a copy of the treaty from 1868. And they thought that the skinwalkers must be to blame for everything in the Navajo witch purge occurred. Suspected Navajo witches were killed in order to restore harmony and balance, and there were about 40 um, people that were killed. Mm. So today... Most sightings of these witches do not include death or injury, but they're more like tricksters. Animals running alongside cars, matching any speed, and after a short period, they run off into the wilderness. But sometimes along the way, while they're running, they turn into a man, still running, and he bangs on top of the hood. No. Which is, I don't know no. what I would do if anybody ever did that. Yeah, no, thank you. I don't know what I would do if some man was running next to my car keeping speed with me. And I was going like, I'm or assuming like 60 demonized. Or even an animal. I mean, yeah. It's or even an animal. Terrifying. Um, another story tells of a man who was making repairs on an old ranch home when he began to hear loud laughter coming from the nearby sheep pens. Thinking he was alone, he went to investigate and found all of the sheep, but one huddled in one corner of the pen. However... The lone ram that was separated from the group was standing upright, and he was laughing in a very human manner. After the man locked eyes with the ram, he saw that the eyes were not that of an animal, but very human-like. And then this human animal casually walked away on all four legs. Okay. Okay. No, no thanks. Some say that... They have seen them running through the night, sometimes turning into a fiery ball, leaving streaks of color behind them. Others have seen angry-looking humanoid features, figures uh, looking down on them from cliffs. So, in the 1980s, one of the most notable events occurred when a family was driving through the Navajo Reservation. As they slowed to make a sharp curve, something jumped from the ditch. It was described as black and hairy and wore a shirt and pants. And after a few days after this event, at their home in Flagstaff, the family was awakened to sounds of loud drumming and chanting. Outside their home were three dark forms of men, maybe, outside of their fence, but they couldn't figure out how to climb up the fence, and so they just left. Hmm. Witchcraft represents the antithesis of Navajo cultures and their values, and it's it's not tolerated. They work to avoid it, they work to prevent it, and they want to cure it. So when it does exist, their laws say the witch should be killed. 
but skinwalkers are notoriously hard to kill and attempts are usually unsuccessful. So trying to kill one will often result in the witch seeking revenge. Hmm. Successfully killing generally requires the assistance of a powerful shaman who knows spells and rituals that can turn the skinwalker's evil back onto itself. Um, but an al- another alternative is to shoot the creature with bullets that have been dipped in white ash. However, okay. this shot must hit either the neck or the head. White ash. White okay. ash. That's so very specific. That is very specific. <laughs> what is what is that? White ash. Uh, like the white part of ash just, after the know. fire is gone. Okay. All right. I don't know. That's what I would assume. Traditionally, the Navajo will not speak with outsiders about these creatures for fear of retribution. Mm-hmm. Um, they say it's a taboo subject amongst the natives themselves. And that's the story behind the Navajo Skinwalkers and a prologue to Skinwalker Ranch. I'm excited to hear about Skinwalker Ranch. Yeah. Did you say, like, why why a, per- why a person would want to be a Skinwalker? Some people choose evil. Okay, well, that's true. In most, or maybe like I didn't know if there was something that was like just drew them into, it or and that's a pretty good maybe immortality since mm-hmm. they're hard to kill. And... Yeah, I'm sure it goes back to, and I I know our seven deadly sins are not necessarily part of same. this, yeah. but um, it probably goes into that same the the things that drive them are not necessarily what are good. Yeah, but it's what people want. And you said they're they're shapeshifters, so they can go back and forth, right? They can go back and forth, yeah. And a lot of times, yeah, they'll you know they'll chase after somebody or something, and then if if it starts chasing them back um, or um, trying to go after them in return, they'll shapeshift into something else Mm. to try and disguise themselves. That's like that's what creeps me out the most (laughs) is that they can be like anyone, and you don't know. Yeah. Did you find a favorite picture you want to show Lindsay? I'm ready. Um, Here's a good picture. Oh. He's shapeshifted there. <laughs> Is that what he's done? <laughs> Alright, are you guys ready to fly with me? Ready. Alright, we are staying in the US of A. I am doing Mackinac Island. I don't know. I don't think I know Mackinac Island. It is island. an island off of the coast of Michigan. Kind of over by the Great Lakes. Okay. In Lake Huron. Let's hear about it. So it is an island and resort area covering about 4.35 square miles. Okay. Um, it is located in Lake Huron at the eastern end of the Straits of Mackinac, between the upper and the lower peninsulas. So the name comes from the Native American, y'all. Oh, oh, it's your turn. To butcher <laughs> it's my turn stuff. to butcher these names, and I am so sorry. Mm-hmm. I'm going to try real hard. So the name derives from Native American Ojibwe, and the Anishinaabe people liken the shape of the island to that of a turtle. So they named it Michimana, which means big turtle. <laughs> Michimacna. I don't know. It's got Mackinac in it, so they shortened it to Mackinac. That's where we got it from. It means big turtle. <laughs> We're on a roll. Y'all, I tried. This is a very big word. Okay? I know, and I thought I was so worried about that. <laughs> so the British shortened it to the present name, the Mackinac Island. Perfect. Um. um so it's estimated... And this was kind of a cool fun. I told you there's going to be some history. If you need to <laughs> stop laughing at me about my. <laughs> and the dogs. <laughs> okay. 
I'm, I'm better. I had to get it out. All right. <laughs> it's estimated that there were Native American presence at least 700 years before the European exploration. So around 900 AD is when they're thinking that people were there. After Destiny's Child. That's right. <laughs> 80. Oh. Yeah, it's after Destiny's Child. ADC. <laughs> I got you now. May they rest in peace. So the <laughs> island is considered... Wait. They're all alive. Oh, but Destiny's but Child is, is not. Broken up. All right, all right. Okay. Are you we done repositioning? And... Oh my gosh. They were not survivors. <laughs> of the group, but individually. <laughs> okay. I'm ready. 900 after 80. Destiny's Child. <laughs> Do you guys actually know what AD stands for? It's after, after death Destiny's of Child. Christ. Thank you. It does not mean after death of Christ. No. After David. It means in the year of our Lord. It's Anna Den- it's something Latin, but it means in the year of our Lord. Okay. Because Jesus was born in 0 AD. Right, but that was a great history lesson. You're trying <laughs> to school us. That's not after death of Christ, because he died 33 AD. Okay. It means in the year of our Lord. Let me Google what AD is. I used to know it. I know it's Latin. Altraeus Davidus. No, it's... I made that up. I just always assumed since BC meant before Christ... Or does that not even mean that? Anno Domini. Anno Domini, which means in the year of our Oh, well, my God. I should have known that. I was almost there with my Altraeus so Davidus. Yeah. Starts at 0 AD because that's what he's for. Anyways. 900. Which AD. time? What do you mean? What? What? <laughs> What's happening? <laughs> which time? What do you mean? Which, which, which alive time? <laughs> he was only alive once. When he was resurrected. resurrected. Okay, but it starts at zero ID when he was born as a baby. Okay. Yes, sorry. Which, which a lifetime. <laughs> I was like, I was following him. I, I really didn't know wanted. how to explain it. <laughs> I was very confused. That's why we were having a stare off. And I, was like, I didn't know how to say <laughs> it differently. <laughs> which a lifetime. <laughs> <laughs> Actually, okay. <laughs> That's what it was. Well, so the island, yeah. <laughs> island is considered a sacred place due to some of the earliest known inhabitants, which is the Anishinaabe people. They considered the island to be the home. Gosh dang! Even when I pick America, <laughs> they considered it the home of the Kichimanata, okay. which is the Great Spirit. So, according to legend, it was created by the Great Hare. And was the first land to appear after the gl- the great flood receded, which was about eight to fifteen thousand years ago. Question. Yes, ma'am. Was the hare a hare, or was hair it a, like a, a cat? Um, rat, rabbit. <laughs> a cat. <laughs> I was thinking bunny, but I I couldn't. I was Sorry, hare, hare like H E I R, like maybe H A R E, like a rabbit. Okay, I was thinking. Okay. Can get on board with this. Okay, it so took me a minute to get there. But. Lots of reverence and spiritual sacred place, basically, is what you're getting from this. Got it. So it was a gathering place for the local tribes, and they made offerings to the great spirit there, and they also would bury their tribal chiefs there. So the first European likely to have seen Mackinac Island is Jean Nicolet, who was a French-Canadian explorer during his 1634 explorations. Um, It quickly became an important French fur trading location with the British taking control after the French and Indian War. 
Um, and like I said, this is going to be real brief history because there's a ton of history for it. So they built Fort Mackinac to protect their settlement from native tribes and from the French Canadians, although it was actually never attacked during the Revolutionary War. Is that a knock? I got that too. Come, come in. Who's there? Walter? Was that you? I totally heard knocking. I did too. Are you expecting anyone? Not at the bedroom <laughs> door, no. <laughs> yeah, that's where it was. There <laughs> is literally... Okay. Uh, well, I guess it could have been Bruce. With a do-do-do-do? It's four knocks. There's nobody out there. It's Walter. Alright, so the U.S. acquired the area during the Treaty of Paris in 1783... Although Britain still kept their forces in the area um, until 1794 when the Jay Treaty established the U.S. basically to have, I don't know why I want to keep saying custody, this isn't a child, (laughs) for the U.S. to have ownership of this island. I don't know. Sounds better than custody. Yeah, I don't know what the right word is that I'm looking for. It's on tip of my tongue. So, War of 1812, y'all. It happened. The British captured the fort. Um, and this was actually the first battle of the conflict. The U.S. was caught by surprise, by surprise, excuse me, because they did not know that a war had even been declared yet. <laughs> so they're just hanging out at their fort, and all of a sudden the British are attacking it, and they're like, whoa, hey, we're in a war? What? Crazy. Give us a heads up first. <laughs> hey, can you let us know that war's well, been declared? told us. President, whoever that was during 1812. Um, so in 1814, the British and the U.S. fought again on the island, with the U.S. failing to recapture the island. So the British have control of it. So then there's the Treaty of Ghent at 1815. The British returned the island and the mainland back to the U.S., and it was renamed Fort Holmes after Major Andrew Holmes, who was killed during the siege in 1814. So the fort remained under control of the U.S. government until 1895. It was used as a prison. So basically, this fort was there, and it was fought between the French, the British, the Americans. Like, everybody kept fighting over it, so there's all these battles that are going on there, which means lots of lives lost. Um, so all of the land after 1895 was left to the state of Michigan. <clears throat> Motor vehicles were restricted at the end of the 19th century because of health and safety of the residents and the horses. This ban is still in effect today, with exceptions only for emergency and service vehicles. So you cannot drive on the island. You get around by walking, bikes, or by horses. Like, they have horses and carriages you can rent. So you... I want to rent a horse. <laughs> so We're you going. get on a ferry to the island, but you can't drive your car on it. It's only for emergency vehicles only. Which I thought, that was pretty cool. That, like, an island has kept this role since basically yeah. the 19th century. Although, fun fact, in 2019, Vice President Mike Pence brought a motorcade to the island and caused quite a bit of controversy because he's not supposed to do that. Oh, boy. <sighs> I know. I, I have Instagrammed. Lucy? Oh, what a Look precious little girl. So that's kind of the history of it. Ancient burial grounds, spiritualism, lots of wars fought on this land for an island. That's very... Pretty small. So, the population of the island is about 492 people who live there year-round. It's pretty small. But it's very popular during the summer for tourists and seasonal workers, and they get about 15,000 visitors per day in the summer. It's super popular. That's a lot of people. A day? A lot of people. 15,000 a day. And Dang. our population's 492. All on horse and carriage? Yeah. No cars. Horses are busy. Or bikes. <laughs> or bikes. Well, dang. But, like... I was watching some videos of people on it, and, like, you can't just walk all over. I mean, it's big enough that it'd be a lot of walking. So, yeah, bikes, 
Um, the island is said to be inhabited by so many ghosts that they outnumber the living on the island. So here we go. It's my kind of island. <laughs> so the island is reached only by ferry. I kind of mentioned that. Or a private boat or aircraft. Um, in the winter, there is an ice bridge. And it can be accessed by snowmobile once the lake has frozen over enough. So reasons why they think that it's so haunted. Like I said, there's a Native American burial ground. There was a military fort um, where a lot of people were killed in battle. The Grand Hotel is one of the hot spots. And I'll have to show you guys pictures. Like, this hotel is massive. It's huge. I'm already looking. You know I am. <laughs> Isn't it? It's beautiful. It's huge. Actually, this whole island is... Show Boydston, the Grand Hotel. A lot bigger than I kind of thought it... That's very grand. Yeah, it's, it's beautiful. grand and large. So legend says, this is all legend says, like there's nothing that I could find to back it up, that construction workers uncovered human remains while digging the hotel's foundations, which remember, burial ground. They encountered so many bones that they just built over them. Oh. Legend says it was over a thousand bodies of bones that they were finding. A maintenance man was working the theater stage and reported that a black mass rushed after him, knocking him off of his feet. He woke two days later and never returned to the hotel staff have reported seeing a man in a top hat playing the piano at the bar and there are reports of women in victorian clothing roaming the halls and getting into beds oh there is a place called the drowning pool Uh oh doesn't sound safe sarah this is for you witches (laughs) there's always witches what did they do when they accuse someone (laughs) of a witch they um that they could them. see if they could sink or float. Uh-huh. Oh, okay. I'm like, they yep. hung them. Yeah, they burned them. They would. <laughs> so they tie them to rocks and throw them in the water. And if you're not a witch, you would sink, which yeah. means you're dead. And if you floated or survived, then you're guilty as a witch and they would kill you anyway. So either way, you die. Either way, you die. This was a very bad way to determine if someone's a witch. You know, I was always curious about that. Like, how did they feel after somebody just sank and they died? Were they like, oh, wow, we really got that one wrong. They were like, well, it was questionable anyway, so. (laughs) Mm. Never liked her anyway. Good riddance. (laughs) Mm. So seven women were accused of being being witches in the 1700s and 1800s. All seven sank and drowned because, duh. They were witches? Oh, because you tie someone to rocks and they're going to (laughs) drown. Well, unless they're a witch. Unless they're a witch. (laughs) And then they float and burn. Anyways, they're going to burn up. Right. Neat. Um, so legend says that the women haunt the waters to this day. Visitors report seeing mysterious splashing shadows and dark figures floating above the surface of the lake. Wow. Mm-hmm. So Fort Holmes, um, which used to be Fort Mackinac, they report seeing soldiers walking around, orbs and pictures. Um, there's a hospital that's kind of part of that as well. Many feel... Uh, feelings of sadness and see apparitions of phantom limbs. Which, no, thank you. Phantom limbs? Limbs. Just like arms and legs? <laughs> yep. Leg? Yep. <laughs> Which, no, thank you. <laughs> uh, sorry, She's like waving arm. her arm in the air. Phantom erections? <laughs> phantom ghost penises? <laughs> Floating around? That would be the most horrifying thing. (laughs) Semis? (laughs) Semi-soft? My God. (laughs) Oh, it would be horrifying (laughs) if they still had, like, like, it included the balls. (laughs) That's the most disturbing part. Never yawn at the Grand Hotel. (laughs) (laughs) This is the Grand Hotel. This is the four. 
work. When you yawn, the ghost can insert his ghost penis (laughs) into your mouth. It's a well-known fact. Oh, my God. (laughs) If we ever go to this island, they're going to be like, Cover your mouth when you yawn. (laughs) Fun fact, the hospital is the oldest building in Michigan dating back to 1828. Okay, cool. Trying to get us back on track here. Um, they also report hearing crying babies in the hospital. Um, which, no thank you, that's terrifying. Um, mysteriously moving furniture, so furniture that's been rearranged. Motion detectors being set off when no one is around. And ghostly children are said to be heard playing with toys. So every night the staff puts them up in a way, and in the morning they will come back and they're all out of place and on the ground like they've been played with. Okay, there's also the Mission Point Resort. So this was um, built, it's probably one of the newest buildings that was built in the 1950s as part of a religious movement that moved there in the 1930s. So there is a report of a ghost there named Harvey, who was brokenhearted and shot himself behind the resort, but he wasn't discovered for six months, which is crazy. Some believe that he was killed because evidence points to two gunshots. Others believe he killed himself because his, the girl he loved did not return his affections. So he is seen in the Mission Point Theater. Visitors report being pinched and poked, especially women, because he likes to mess with them. A woman claims that she was visiting the hotel and her bathroom door kept closing and the lights would turn off and on. She thought it was Harvey. Then there's Mission House. So this is the um, a place that houses like the state park employees who come during the summer to help out. Um, so it was built in 1825. It served as a boarding school for over 500 Native American children. There were 16 known deaths among the students, mostly due to illness. So it's said that ghosts wandered the first two floors in the basement as the third floor wasn't added until later. They are seen and heard playing at night. Um, Employees have reported hearing a ball being tossed in the hallway, uh, alarm clocks being knocked over. Many tenants say they are awakened by a ghost bumping into their bed and that it's completely normal. And then another ghost that has been seen around is named Lucy. (laughs) She has curly hair and wears a light-colored sundress. She has been seen several places all over the island. So she follows people on the staircase. um, She peeks out of windows. And then she'll also be seen, like, they do haunted tours around the whole island. And she will be seen on haunted tours in various buildings. Nobody knows really who she is or why she's haunting or why she goes all over different buildings. But she's been seen. And it's been said that all of the ghosts there are friendly. Nobody has been, like, malicious or anything like that. But that is the story of Mackinac Island with all of its many, many ghosts. Very cool. I like the idea of a bunch of friendly ghosts. Mm-hmm. But, yeah, lots of people, like, um, were saying that, like, people who work there at the federal or at the state park in the summer, they were like, I wasn't a believer of ghosts until, like, I lived there for the summer. And just, they are like, there's just ghosts everywhere. Like, everywhere you go, you see a ghost or it's feel another, something. like another ghost town. Mm-hmm. But that is still up and running. Yeah. I want to go there. I know. Let's go. You're we supposed need to... to pick places where you can't go. We need to... I was actually going to pick a place where it was in Iowa. Mm-hmm. And I was told I couldn't because we might actually go there. Ooh. I'm excited. I was this close. This close? This close. But then last night when we were with the other group... Yeah. They were talking about how that was actually one of their favorite places to go. So then it got us thinking that we might have to go up there. Well, and if we ever go to Mackinac Island, guys, it's so huge that we will have plenty to talk about. It actually looks really nice. Like, yeah, it's like super well maintained. Yeah. And 
I mean, you can tell it's like a tourist town. Oh, for sure. It's beautiful. And they said that it's super busy in the summer. It starts dying off, like, come fall when it's getting colder, like, around October. And then, like, pretty much after Halloween, they said, because Halloween's pretty big there, too, because of like, all the haunted. Looks like something. I bet see, it would like, be. Connecticut so, or something. Mm-hmm. Like so they were saying, like, if you want to go and, like, just for the haunted part of it, they're like, go in October or November Ooh. when things, like, are not crazy summer ideas very cool yep it's always exciting to learn about places that are like fairly close that i had no idea existed. yeah i had no idea about mackinac island i really didn't know about any of these things tonight so this was very informing informative both informative informing informative either way informative i learned some stuff (laughs) (laughs) it was a drunk history lesson 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 you're getting worse (laughs) 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 <laughs> can't wait alright guys so thanks for listening to our paranormal episode you can always find us on Instagram and Facebook at the tipsy ghost or email us your stories at the tipsy ghost at gmail.com but we'll catch you guys next week and and ooh, part if two. you enjoy what you hear please give us a like on Apple Podcasts oh yes oh, yes. Yes. yes we always and make sure that. you turn in next week right it'll be next week yep mm, turn into what your part two. To hear your part two of your skinwalkers. When's your part two? Turn in. Turn in. Tune in. Tune in. Turn up. <laughs> turn in for said. what? That's what I said. Tur- turn in to what? It was a dad joke. You guys didn't catch it. <laughs> I didn't catch it at all because yeah. I didn't catch my, my Please tune my in. <laughs> all right, guys. We'll catch you guys next week. I just need to end this because I'm getting worse, too. Okay, toodles. All right, bye. 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 bye.